0: Welcome to Bizarre Podcast Dogs Must Die. My name is Grant. You can call him Chip. And today we are finishing at least what is animated of Thus Spake Kashibe Rohan. I don't know if the, doing the production order saves the
1: best two for last, but it kind of feels like it. I don't know. It these... sure
0: saves the best looking two for last. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least that that for sure, yeah. Like we were talking about uh, uh last week, these two are OVAs that are products in their own right. The, the inception and creation and release of them was for people to buy them for their own sake, not as a, a special promotional bonus for something else. And yeah. you can tell.
1: Yeah, yeah. Suddenly there's a little bit of a bump in in everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think these are the only two episodes that also get like a, a, a new... Like, it reuses songs from earlier jojo parts but there's also new tracks written for them and
0: i don't think the previous two
1: did that at all they were just reusing old stuff
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like i sort of hinted at both of these were made together as a unit as a pair they were released for people to buy on march 25th of 2020 uh after a short promotional theatrical run uh starting december 8th 2019 weird a theatrical run of these okay Yeah, just like a a small run, eight cities across Japan sort of thing. That's cool. I wish I could have gone to that. <laughs> so let's start with episode 16 at a confessional. This is based on the first Thus Sp- Spoke Rohan Kashibe one-shot mm-hmm. uh, uh, published July 7th, 1997. Uh, that was around the midpoint of part five, uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. as far as the, the main series goes. And 11 years before there was a second Thus Spoke Rohan Kishibe uh, uh, one-shot. That is crazy.
1: As with all these other stories uh starts off with Rohan
0: at the cafe and he's hanging out with Koichi wearing yep. 8 pounds of eyeliner <laughs> its his eyelashes are so defined <laughs> man
1: um but Koichi wants a favor Koichi's going to Italy
0: yeah for spring break Woo, spring Woo. break yeah. uh and he's going to Italy alone <laughs> Uh, and he would like to use Heaven's Door instead of Rosetta Stone. He just wants a little <laughs> yeah. note in there that's, I I speak Italian real good, please, please. Yeah. Please, please speak Italian real good. Please.
1: And Rohan's just like, why? Why would I do that for you? <laughs> <laughs> what do I get out of this?
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe next time you have a little gremlin on your back, I won't close the door and walk away. How about that? Yeah, yeah.
1: So Rohan goes like okay fine I'll I'll do this in exchange you have to tell me about the crazy shit that goes on in Italy mm-hmm. that that's that's my payment turns out you know hey Koichi I went to Italy and when I went there it was fucking weird so therefore Italy must be weird all the time He didn't
0: just go to Italy sometime he went to Italy during the events of Diamond is Unbreakable Yes Dur- during his month-long injury recovery, after Josuke like, broke his hands or whatever, uh, yeah. he he'd spent eight days in Venice. hmm <laughs> So if this was immediately after, then the- these events are happening alongside the rat hunt. Oh, God. That's what Rohan was doing. Okay. Or maybe during the week or more between Shigechi's death and Jenkin mm-hmm. Boy? Maybe? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Like this adventure inspired him, like, ah, I shall take a lot of photographs of strangers on a train. <laughs> T- time to go back home and do that.
1: Rohan's getting assaulted by some type of ghost like every five days, isn't he? <laughs> Whenever he's home, thank God it's just stands, but anywhere else, yeah. man. It's a fucking ghost yeah he went to venice to do research for his next manga plot
0: so he finds himself in a realm of uh, google street view uh uh, location scouting
1: yeah that that one shot really (laughs) looks like it was just street view run through an illustrator filter (laughs) uh so yeah we we go to the op and after that
0: rohan begins his story here did you notice that the op is different though for these two Yes, yeah. While the, the episodes we talked about last time had had an identical OP where the uh the, the ink billows resolved into figures from those two stories, uh mm-hmm. the these latter two also share an OP, but the people are the, the people Rohan meets in these two stories. Mm-hmm. That's the only change. It's the same song, it's the same direction, yeah. but yeah, it, it's it, it's not, uh you know, the, the lady and her dead boyfriend, it's the guy we're about to talk about.
1: Yeah. So Rohan's in a big old church mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with a bunch of other tourists taking pictures of the, the interior, and then he becomes fascinated with a confessional booth.
0: And he has to tell us all about the uh, theory and architecture of confessional booths and how just fascinating the idea is. You know, it is a place where it is somebody's job to listen to somebody else's deepest, darkest secrets and, like, the what you can and can't see and hear. It's all, oh, man, it is, it is ripe for the storyteller within him.
1: And, you know, he's explaining that one side has curtains on it, one side doesn't. And obviously the side with the curtains is where the, the parish priest goes. But when he was actually taking the pictures... He didn't know that and so <laughs> Rohan goes, "Hmm, it'd probably be pretty interesting to be inside one of these. Maybe I'll <laughs> confess or something. I don't know." So he walks into the side with the curtains.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh he he's now committing probably a grave sin. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think this is uh, bad in the eyes of the Lord to do this. He, he did uh, say that taking all the pictures was, like, against the rules, but I think yeah. at this point we've crossed the, the line from breaking the rules to committing a sin. I, I don't yeah.
1: know. That. and he urges to Koichi while he's narrating this part, like, I swear to God, Koichi, I didn't know the pl- the part with the curtains was where the priest goes. <laughs> I swear. I mean, I know now. Yeah. But this was, like, I don't know, eight months ago. Anything could happen. Yeah. You know, he's just sitting in there going, like, hmm, okay, waiting for a priest to, so I can confess. And then a dude comes in and starts confessing.
0: hmm And he thinks to himself, it shouldn't matter who hears the confession. Like, Catholic dogma would disagree, my friend. It <laughs> yeah, matters a it's,
1: great deal to there's them. A, there's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> and so Rohan at first becomes shocked and starts mm-hmm, sweating, mm-hmm. like, oh, no, this guy's confessing. And then there's a pause, and he's just like,
0: oh, hell yeah, this is cool. <laughs> I'll pretend to be a priest. He is super jazzed to be hearing this uh, uh, raspy-voiced man's great sin. Mm-hmm. So this confessing man, uh, th- this the story of his sin goes back quite a ways to, to uh, when he was a young man at the age of 24 unloading trucks of corn. There's a lot more corn than I expected. This is a corn-heavy story, for sure. <laughs> Half of these stories, very corn-focused. Mm -hmm. So this man is some sort of Phoenix Wright side character. (laughs) His hair looks like that
1: garden tool that's just the three claws (laughs) for digging out the dirt. That's what his hair is. It's those three claws.
0: But bright orange and sticking straight up. Yeah,
1: this, but yeah this, this guy absolutely looks like a side character in Ace Attorney. He's the Larry Butts of JoJo. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, uh, nobody in this story gets a name. He's credited as, like, unnamed young man. Yeah. Uh, but his English voice is Crispin Freeman, one of the most prolific mm. dub actors around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I recognize his voice, like, immediately. And if you want to get into the industry, his class is the one everybody recommends to take. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. While his Japanese voice is the official dub actor for Jake Gyllenhaal. Huh. And the character of Brian O'Connor for the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Hell Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> known as Wild Speed in uh, uh, Japan. Oh my God!
1: Japanese dub Fast and Furious must be cool as hell. That must be great. Do you know
0: all of the the Japanese titles of the Fast and the Furious movies? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, they are in order: Wild Speed, Wild <laughs> Speed X <X2>. Two, <laughs> Wild Speed X Three, Tokyo Drift. That one's pretty yeah. direct, actually. Wild Speed Max. Ooh. Wild Speed Mega Max. Ooh. <laughs> These are Pokemon evolutions now. Wild Speed Euro Mission. Okay. Wild Speed Sky Mission. Okay. Wild Speed Ice Break. <laughs> Wild Speed Super Combo. That's Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> and last year's 20th anniversary spectacular, Wild Speed Jet Break. Oh my God. These. The further you
1: go, the more these names sound like new sets of boosters for a, a collectible card game. <laughs> like, Yeah, the meta got real wonky in Super Combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The entire super combo mechanic is just crazy. (laughs) The first turn of everyone's game is just 15 minutes of setting up every card from their deck. You thought Pendulum Summoning was was
0: something weird. You have not seen (laughs) super combo. Synchro Summoning. What is this? Uh, so, yes, as as Japan's Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal with a, <laughs> with a garden tool for a haircut is, is just unloading heavy sacks of corn. This this uh, disheveled and despairing vagrant appears at the gate of this, like, I don't know, Farm Depot station uh, yeah. be- begging for food. And our unnamed young man says, how dare you? I got this from the Venetian St. Gentleman's franchise. You cannot have my sandwich.
1: Yeah, yeah. His sandwich is already laid out on a table nearby. He's so ready for this late lunch because, like, the sun is setting. By the way, the vagrant, while clearly being a vagrant, has still got
0: some style to him. (laughs) Well, he used to. His style has gone very ragged. Uh, Yeah. Everything is falling apart at the hems into rags. But once upon a time, he was fly as hell. (laughs) (laughs) So this, this unnamed
1: guy with the, the garden tool hair he sucks he sucks um, so he, bad he hates poor people he clearly subscribes to the, the ideology of pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he's like hey that's fucking bullshit I worked hard for this sandwich you can't fucking have that when and I
0: got hungry I got myself a fucking job <laughs>
1: yeah and the, the vagrant here is Like, okay, yeah, sure, I I will work. I'll help you lift all those sacks of corn, but I have to eat first. I need energy. And just after a little bit of that sandwich, I will totally help you. And this dude is such a dick and it's just like nope you don't get paid until you finish a job so you will lift these sacks of corn
0: afterwards you'll get a bite of my sandwich fuck you and so the vagrants like okay fine i guess literally beggars can't be choosers so he goes over and picks up a sack of of corn and the dude's like hey hey buddy that's the wrong sack of corn. Let me give you this like double overstuffed sack of corn instead. Yeah,
1: he's just like we we, we got a tight schedule. I want to go home on time today, and so he's not working anymore. He's just now like the slave driver, and he's like clapping, telling this poor like homeless man who hasn't eaten in five days to fucking hurry up. And then he goes and sits down and clearly starts clearly on death's door. And yeah, so this yeah. Guy- <laughs>
0: then this guy collapses and the dude's like oh yeah sure you 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 expect me to believe this yeah he said he hasn't eaten for five days i would expect him to collapse yes actually yeah this
1: giant sack of corn is pinning him to the ground like this dude's shoes have fallen off like he's clearly not well and this guy is just like oh this fucking slacker what time is it and as he looks at his watch, he sees an incredibly well-animated, like, gnarled hand reach and grab his <laughs> ankle from underneath the
0: table. hmm hmm because now th- this vagrant is in two places at once, speaking with a vengeful zombie voice, and God. he has spooky teeth, and he has a hole straight through his forehead. I don't know where that came from.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's got these blood-red eyes with these really tiny dilated pupils, and he is swearing... He will get revenge on this man.
0: Specifically on the happiest day of his life.
1: Yeah, and this guy, you know,
0: is terrified by what he's seeing, and he he falls over. Yeah, v- vowing to take his revenge, take back all that he's owed, and, and as our uh, a hero? Huh? Mm? Uh, <laughs> Protagonist? Sort of snaps himself out, out of this uh, uh, vision of ghostly vengeance. By the way, vision of ghostly vengeance is going to be the 10th Wild Speed movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some security guards who have been here the whole time, allegedly, <laughs> find the body and confirm, like, yeah, this dude's fucking dead. Uh, this sucks. What happened here? Yeah,
1: and so our, our protagonist here is, like, hiding behind a wall as to not get caught as being obviously related in some way to this, this homeless man
0: crushed under a giant sack of corn. Meanwhile, back in, well, not quite the present, but in the middle time stream, <laughs> Rohan's on the edge of his seat, like, hell yeah, this shit owns. I love it. <laughs> this is the best confession ever. And th- this guy who's
1: confessing is saying, like, I swear to God, I didn't know he was actually that hungry and hadn't eaten for five days. I he thought he told was just lying. You so yeah. Clearly. This guy's trying to, like, have some type of plausible di- deniability, and it is bullshit. Like, this guy was clearly starving. <laughs> and Rohan is like, this is pretty crazy, bro. Are you sure this wasn't a dream? <laughs> and this guy immediately goes like, oh, no, it's not a dream. I haven't
0: even gotten to the scary part yet. So the scary part is, as soon as that guy died, I hit on an incredible streak of luck that has lasted my entire life. Yeah. He got a huge inheritance out of nowhere and then won the lottery. <laughs> back to back. Yeah. <laughs> and he he sold the the land that he owned
1: and used that to like buy out a farm or something
0: like that quote it was then that i came up with the idea of producing corn based snacks <laughs> yeah there's a lot of corn <laughs> yeah it's a lot of corn yeah
1: he he basically created like frito lay or something yeah yeah he invented Italian. pirate
0: booty uh and yeah <laughs> and he's been riding that to the bank ever since like there, there's a screen where just various kinds of well corn-based snacks just fade into the screen yep biscuits crackers cornflakes cookies yeah and uh there's a brand name on them that is a reference to an italian fashion house oh shit
1: i did i never thought <laughs> to check the brand name that's funny the Japanese subtitles at least for this next part after after he makes his corn-based snack dynasty mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. he says I had nothing to do with girls before
0: <laughs> but I got married See uh, he he's married a a fashion model from the runways of Milan mm-hmm. uh, and he has he he has a huge you know palatial mansion with a giant staff to operate it including three chauffeurs <laughs> Yeah how many cars are coming in? Like, I mean, one to drive him, one to drive his wife, and one to drive his beloved daughter, I guess? I guess, I guess, yeah. If they all want to go different places at once, sure. But even with this incredible lavish life, he's always thinking back to the dead man's curse. Ah, he He is anxious all the
1: time because his luck is too good. And so one day he is out on the town with a like a chauffeur or, or a servant with them or something like that, and his daughter. She's like know, eight
0: or so, eight? and he
1: has not aged a day. He looks exactly he looks the same. Yep. Daughter is just having a hell of a time, <laughs> running around with a bag of popcorn. Mm-hmm,
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: uh, Maybe from his own brand. It's the Ten Corn Commandments. You can get high on your own supply. It's just <laughs> corn. It's fine. Yep. And she's running around giggling, and then she stops to go like, Hey, Dad, check this out. And she puts a corn on her wrist, a popcorn on her wrist, and she, like, slaps her arm trying to pop it up into the air and catch it
0: in her mouth. But, you know, she screws it up and it's, everyone's having fun. Yeah, and, and like, he he thinks to himself, like, wow, what a lovely day. I have such an amazing kid. You know what? I'm so fucking happy right now. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm I'm too too Uh, happy. Oh, (laughs) no. Because this is when his daughter's possessed by a vengeance demon. (laughs) On her tongue. Yes! On her tongue. The fucked up, nasty ghost face of of the the dead vagrant is on her tongue, which is has turned purple and is sticking out like fucking venom. And her <laughs> yeah. hair's gone all wild. Her eyes are rolling back. She's she's fucked up. She's a fucked up little demon, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like she's reached out and grabbed her her dad by the throat so hard that her fingers are digging into his flesh and he's bleeding a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and. This guy's servant like runs over, just like Miss. What what's happening? Are you okay? And she backhands him so hard in the face, he goes flying like twenty feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and so now, uh, the, the spirit is ready to extract its vengeance, and is like, ah, yeah, now I'm gonna give you all you deserve. And the dude's like, but I don't, I don't deserve any of this. This it was all a mistake. It's it was an accident, a misunderstanding. And he's like, wait, wait, you really. You don't think you deserve this? Mm-hmm. I can't kill you if you don't think you deserve this. That that would make my vengeance just really incomplete. You've got, <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to accept your fate at a, of a heinous death. This this ain't right. It's it's reminiscent of how Hamlet can't kill Claudius after he prays because like, well, now I'm just gonna send mm-hmm. this guy to heaven. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is time
1: for one of the JoJo classics. It's time for a low stakes game with high stakes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is up to destiny. It is up to the winds of fate to decide whether or not this man deserves death at the the, the vengeance spirit's hands. Mm-hmm. And so the way we determine this is, of course, with a popcorn eating contest. <laughs> In order to prove that he is righteous and just in, in his statement that it was all a mistake and uh, uh, it's, it's water under the bridge, you know, sometimes things go bad for people. It, it doesn't mean they are bad people. He must throw a piece of popcorn straight up into the air until it clears above the height of the street lamps yep. and then catch it in his mouth. But he must do this three consecutive times. (laughs) (laughs) If he ever misses, then the hand of fate itself, the word of destiny, is that no, you are an asshole who deserves painful death. Mm -hmm. By the way, I want to point out, when the
1: vengeful ghost is explaining all this... There's a shot where you know the possessed daughter is pointing at her father, but also the tongue has a little arm itself that is also pointing. It has one little arm and little hand.
0: Where'd that come from? This possessed kid with the ghost tongue is. Yeah, it might be the grossest thing. It, it might be mm-hmm. the most frightening visual thing in in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I think the uh, uh, the drinking from the blood fountain uh, uh, yeah. over the fridge is the most horrifying situation. Yeah. But God, just looking at this thing is nasty. <laughs> it's yeah, very it's, spooky. I'm spooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially because like, like the, the
1: vagrant himself had a lot of little teeth with a lot of gaps in between them, and so does the mouth on the daughter's <laughs> tongue, <laughs> and ugh, a lot of gums there.
0: So it's time for extreme corn-throwing action.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so this guy just has to throw the popcorn up in the air whenever the his possessed daughter claps her hands together. And yes. he is begging to get some time to, like, pump himself up and get situated. And the the ghost is having none of this shit. He just claps. Fucking
0: go, dude, or die. <laughs> so, so he throws it up into the air upon the clap. It, it mm. makes the height uh, a requirement. That is never an issue. Like He's good at flicking this popcorn. He's really good at it. And n- neither of them try to game their game by, by haggling over how high is high enough. Uh, yeah. But it's a bright, sunny day, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. And so he loses the popcorn in the glare of the sun. And he's very, very worried. And like, okay, much like the humidifier, much like the canteen. <laughs> <laughs> the one of the the skills of of araki in jojo's and jojo's related works is like getting incredible investment in very mundane objects <laughs> yes yes like in the right context anything can elicit any response like i am terrified for this awful man doing his party tricks
1: yeah just trying to eat a single popped corn. The music is so intense. The direction of this is so intense. the The visuals have changed here. All the 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 colors have have changed. Like the backgrounds sometimes get really distorted when mm-hmm, this guy's mm-hmm. really anxious. Everything is super blurred in the background, like
0: this dude is completely focused on the popcorn only. And so the the corn comes out of the sun's glare a moment too late. It lands on his cheek and sort of bounces around and and rolls over his face until, like, you know, finally sinking a basket that's been rolling around the rim. It goes (laughs) down his gullet and he is overjoyed with with fortune smiling upon him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can tell the ghost is a little annoyed he got the first one.
0: Uh uh But there's still two more to go. And he's like, okay, all right, all right, let's go, time to go. And again, the the man is begging to, like, have a moment to compose himself, to prepare himself. And the ghost says, quote, next you'll ask for a juice box and a pat on the head. You'll throw it right here and now. (laughs) And so, yeah, while the guy is continuing to beg,
1: the ghost claps his hands again. Our our protagonist here just screams and flicks the the popcorn up into the air, but oh, shit, there's a lot of birds around.
0: It's the bird! At first, he thinks he's saved because uh, uh, some clouds quickly swept in, and now the Mm -hmm. the popcorn is much more visible to his eye. But not just his, because here comes some birds thinking, oh, you want to feed the birds? fantastic i am a birds <laughs> so as they're swooping in he thinks fast and he just shreds the whole bag he's holding spilling popcorn everywhere so there's so much that the birds uh, uh go toward the, the great bounty on the ground rather than the single mm-hmm. kernel in the air saving <laughs> himself <laughs> And as he he catches the second
1: popcorn in his mouth, he's like super confident now. Yeah, yeah, like he's on top pumping, of the world. Like, oh yeah, baby, fuck you, I can do this. Let's let's go again.
0: <laughs> when it's time for throw number three, he's collected a whole mess of birds. Now it was just like a couple before, but now it's I mean like several dozen. Yeah, you've maybe 100 you've, you've seen pigeons in like European squares, right? Like there's. Mm-hmm. There might be more pigeons than people that live in those cities. <laughs> yeah. He's basically buried in birds, and they're going to run out of floor popcorn pretty quick and <laughs> want some of that sky popcorn, so oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. The
1: birds are eating all the stuff he's scattered all over the ground, so like he's only got this one popcorn left. That's it.
0: And it's it's time for clap number three and toss number three, and so once again- jojo's and its related works ask us to consider is is there fate characters believe in fate but is there a a prescribed destiny waiting for us or is fate Mm. that which we make ourselves by setting our hands on fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah he is (laughs) so that the popcorn will be on
1: fire yes he has pulled out a lighter and like just coated his hands in lighter fluid and lit it and yeah, the popcorn's on fire. Clearly, pigeons will not want to eat popcorn that's on fire. <laughs> but <laughs> I will!
0: <laughs> but maybe, maybe, just maybe, fate still holds that final card. Because the corn falls on his shoulders, and his head comes off his shoulders.
1: Yes, he, he was not able to catch the popcorn this time because the clouds parted. Just as it was falling back down, and he could not—he lost track of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the, when the sun like comes back into frame, like everything gets bathed in light, like it's a supernova or something. <laughs> like, and so yes, this man's head gets severed clean off immediately, and the the vengeful ghost exits his daughter's body, and he is fucking
0: overjoyed, and he floats up into the sky laughing. And now the question is: if that dude's dead who's in the booth yeah i'm curious because that is not how i expected toss three to go <laughs> i thought this man who is so like engaged in this struggle would dispel the demon by strangling his daughter <laughs> and that's what that, that's the great sin he's confessing to right that is not the story here that, but yes uh, our tramp demon laughs all the way into the sky This little girl collapses, now suddenly awaking to the sight of her decapitated father. (laughs) Oh, God. What a day she's having. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the cathedral, back in the confessional booth, it turns out that the true father was that servant. He and one of his most loyal servants for a large enough payday had face-off surgery. (laughs) Yes, in they order, swapped faces in order to confuse the demon and escape his his vengeance. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm guessing he probably didn't tell his servant about the 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 revenge ghost.
0: So when that guy said, "Like I didn't do anything, I don't deserve this," he was right. He was one hundred percent right. Yep. So so that that is his sin. That is the the and now you know the rest of the story. That knocks a uh, uh, Rohan flat on his ass, but. It is not the rest of the story because <laughs> the the headless body that used to be his head is now crawling forward and again vowing eternal vengeance on, on this two-faced man in more ways than one yep. that, that will be wrought upon him on his daughter's happiest day of her life. Yep, and then after th- this ghost declares
1: that, the original vagrant ghost reappears mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and is like still out for revenge after realizing he's been tricked. Both of these ghosts are now forever following this guy right behind him so that he can never
0: pull a trick like the face swap ever again. <laughs> his fate in the intervening years during his happy life was just this nagging self-haunting, but now he's being actively double-haunted for the rest yeah. of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does that mean he has to make his daughter's life miserable for the rest of his life? Because Mm. that is how fiercely he clings toward his own survival? Mm -hmm. This dude's a nasty piece of work, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, like after all this, this man just leaves the confessional and just walks out of the church as these ghosts just keep following him mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Rohan is super fucking spooked <laughs> at the time and and once we reach this part part of the story uh we snap back to present day and Okuyasu is there now and he's just like that sounds like bullshit also can i have bubble tea <laughs> and Yukako is there as well Looking a little different Yeah, 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 yeah And Okiasu is just like
0: I bet that w- those were just stand users And Koichi is mostly startled that he and Yukako Showed up without him noticing he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he must have been really
1: engrossed Yeah the, the, the change in art style You know, for these parts You know, uh, obviously we mentioned before that Koichi Just has really defined eyelashes now But Yukako just looks like Older Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. she looks like, <laughs> like her late teens, early 20s now. I don't know. It just freaks me out every time I see, see that.
0: <laughs> uh, so, so Rohan is thinking to himself about this, this man he encountered one day in Venice. Uh, quote, I think he's evil. But I could admire his resilience. And it might be that I'm the only one who thinks that about him. I think Rohan sees a lot of himself in this monster. (laughs) Yeah. He
1: even even thinks that maybe in another year or two, he'll go back to Venice to try and meet that man again and see how he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Do it like a Tuesdays with Mori with his asshole. (laughs) Yeah. And that is the, the end of the episode.
0: He doesn't talk about the next day when he went back, sat in the other side, and, and the priest is like, oh, oh, uh, what sins do you have to confess? And he's like, nothing. Ever. <laughs> I'm great. I'm perfect. I'm just here to take pictures. Yeah. You know, pride is one of the seven deadly sins, my son. I don't know what that has to do with me. What are you talking about? Can you actually just come out of the confessional
1: so I can see you and take pictures of your, your outfit for reference? <laughs> That'd be really handy, actually.
0: Since this was the first "Thus Spoke Rohan" uh, story written, it mm-hmm. came about a bit differently. I, I saw a quote from Iraqi about its inception. Mm. Basically, the publisher wanted a one-shot, an original one-shot, not a spin-off, and so there mm. is a draft that doesn't have Rohan in it. Uh, okay. And then he's like, mm, "I think it's more fun if Rohan is is <laughs> the the audience for this, and in turn being uh, our narrator, sort of a a story middleman." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and all the cafe stuff is like anime original.
1: Oh, okay. I wonder why he started making uh, more of those like eleven
0: years later. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they came out roughly annually, a little less than annually for a while. And yeah. the biggest break is the one between uh, uh the run, the one we're about to talk about its its adaptation, mm-hmm. and the one that just came out uh, uh, last month. Okay, yeah
1: the the run was like what 2018, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. 2017? Yeah. Uh, in fact, February 26th, 2018, which is about oh. two thirds of the way through part eight by by chapter count, at least. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of the run, that is our, our final episode here. Mm-hmm. And it might be my favorite one. Episode <laughs> I don't know. nine, The Run, yes. So uh, it is the only one without any cafe business. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We immediately start off with Rohan sitting at a table, just kind of like in a void.
0: Even before that, there is a contextless scene that will eventually get very important context.
1: Yes, there there is a small pedestal with some type of remote
0: on it—a big red stop button, a, mm-hmm. a plus and minus sign, an up and down arrow—and and. and- Two toned arms of, of different bodies reaching out for it simultaneously. One yeah. just a hair faster than the other, but the slower one bumps the table, knocking the uh, remote low out of the faster arm's grip and into the, the grip of the slower, trickier arm. <laughs> yes. And then we hard cut to, yes, Rohan sitting at a table, alone in a void, with a (laughs) smashed up drawing hand describing exactly which bones are broken and how.
1: Yeah. This is the first and last time maybe that Rohan is just a little bit sorry about something. (laughs) Because he goes on to say that, like, this injury is kind of bad and it's going to take a couple weeks to heal, but... Uh, this really was kind of my fault. I crossed a line. I stuck my nose into something that was none of my business. I was foolish, which is a crazy thing to hear Rohan say. Yeah.
0: My boy's growing up.
1: <laughs> and as he's explaining this, we get a real quick close-up shot of his eyes like dilating as he hears some type of sound that spooks him, and he looks left and right
0: like he, he's afraid of something approaching him. Very effective mood setting, though, for, yeah. for something to spook Rohan just a little bit. Just, I mean, any amount is unusual, but just the way he's like unnerved and yeah. speaking directly to us. Like, th- this is a secret. He's got to tell somebody, but he can't tell his high school friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he, he's relieved when there's there seems to be nothing there, actually.
1: He, he says, thank God it's only my hand that was injured. It might have just been sheer luck mm-hmm. uh, that this happened this way. And he doesn't even say he's about to tell a
0: story. We just kind of fade out into the OP, and then we, and then we get train directions to Harajugu. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> uh, it, it's very accessible for Morio. That yeah must be nice. Mm-hmm. And there we find Yoma Hashimoto, and he is a very pretty boy. Oh, yeah. Even when he's just sitting around waiting for a bus or something, he's posing like a model. He is uh, just a hot young man who gets approached by a a model agent who looks exactly like a predatory boss. She she is short. (laughs) She is squat. She has a big smile with a gold tooth. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. By the way, so de- describing this guy a little bit more, he honestly looks a little bit like a more grown up version of the protagonist from Persona 4. He's got like the same hair with the same like gray coloring, except. His hair has these random black strands yes. shooting out of them, and it looks like a very small Batman threw a bunch of batarangs at his hair and they got <laughs> stuck. They got stuck in there. That's what it looks like.
0: <laughs> he went to a concert, they dropped all the confetti, it got stuck in there. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and now it's a part of the look <laughs> some sort of goth confetti. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this moment, this scene where he gets scouted, is a Japan Sings 2020 uh, uh, English dub reunion. <laughs> Oh, really? Because Yoma is voiced by the same actor who voices Kite, and this agent's actor is the main character Ayumu in that. Oh. The reason we've mentioned this before is because she also voices
1: Yukiko. (laughs) Yeah. I also want to say, just after hearing this guy's voice talk, and I was just like, I know I've heard him in something, I know I've heard him in something, he voices Sonon. In the DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I knew I knew him from somewhere.
0: While Yoma's Japanese voice uh, was Smile in Ping Pong the Animation. Okay. Uh, protagonist Banajer Lynx in Gundam Unicorn, mm-hmm. Roxas in Kingdom Hearts. Ooh. And dubbed Raimi Malik for Mr. Robot. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: great. So yeah, the, the squat woman has spotted yoma here and gone like yo you could absolutely be a model uh you you got the look dude Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so yeah he he goes along with it he did a bunch of modeling for uh clothing catalogs and magazines uh he played a minor role in a film and
0: uh something interesting about these two ova episodes uh uh, in their stylization Mm -hmm. is the way they both depict non-speaking characters yes anyone who doesn't have a line but like exists uh, uh is just a grayscale silhouette with like a um with a gradient so it sort of looks like a yep. uh, polished steel or something yeah they're fully animated they they move and there's there's their outline animates along with whatever action they're doing but they're just not full people in mm-hmm. an interesting way <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: this guy has gone on to do modeling, and but there's a point here where he's done some work, and this this boss lady, this agent, is saying, you know what, if you want to be, if you want to get bigger film roles and and you know advance your career, you don't need to get better at acting. You just need to get really fucking hot. <laughs> you need to work out. A lot, and get the hottest, most toned body, and you will be just rolling in
0: the in offers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You you need to have uh, uh, this sort of radiant image where no matter what you do, it looks like an incredible pose, and that means you must be buff as shit. Yep. And uh. so, <laughs> and so, in the next scene, we see him like working out in this small apartment in the city touching his new muscles fucking hell yeah love to touch my muscles
1: yeah this this dude is starting to get like shredded even before we see him in the apartment yeah he is working at a gym and you can see in the background it's a gym that rohan works out at too Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm Yeah, he he's working out and he's being instructed by this, you know, by one of the instructors at the gym who is counting down the amount of reps this guy needs to do. And ev- when he gets down to two, he just keeps saying two over and over to make him do more reps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once he's home, he's, yeah, he's just feeling up his muscles, doing cool guy poses, uh, some real close-ups of very detailed drawings of his hot dude abs. <laughs>
0: and then his girlfriend who he lives with in fact it's her apartment Mm -hmm. uh trips over one of his dumbbells because she is very clumsy (laughs) yeah she's preparing
1: dinner before she trips over this and i want to say the close-up shot of her just placing spaghetti on a plate is right? animated really fucking good. <laughs> like, the spaghetti
0: looks really delicious. I want that spaghetti. See, this is what I want out of an OVA. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to have, like, that that 80s heavy black style, but it should yeah. be, like, I will buy this for animation's sake, is, is what yeah. an OVA means to me. <laughs> yep, like,
1: all the food needs to be fucking animated on ones, like that spaghetti was. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, she she trips over some weights. They're just all over the place. Th-
0: this lady's voice actress, her English voice, is named Skylar Davenport, and mm. you can see them in the recently released uh, thriller "See for Me." Uh, huh. They they are a Canadian actress, or at least it's a Canadian production. It, it's a home invasion thriller about a blind woman, and they play the blind woman. <laughs> Hmm, okay. Because they are also blind. Ye- oh, okay. Th- this character's Japanese voice w- was uh, La Kara, the protagonist of the Ninth Jedi, probably the most popular of the Star Wars Visions shorts. And for huh. good reason, it's really good. Okay, cool. I've been meaning to check those out. So that's the second that I know of connection between JoJo's and Star Wars Visions. <laughs> nice. The the other is that the first of those shorts, uh, The Duel, mm-hmm. was animated by the studio Kamikaze Duga, who did the first JoJo's OPs, all, all the CG ones.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. But yeah, th- this woman ha- has tripped over the weights, and she's a little annoyed about this, asking, like, can you please clean up your stuff when you're done with them? And he is he's jumping rope while she's asking yeah. for this yeah. and then she immediately like all the all the annoyance and like anger about this melts away because she's like wow my boyfriend is ripped as hell <laughs> yeah
0: She compares him to Brad Pitt in Fight Club, which is, yeah, apt. I'm pretty sure they they modeled this, uh, if the animators didn't, then Araki did, uh, off of screen grabs from Fight Club. Yep. The exact same physique, which is the hottest a man has ever been. (laughs) 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 Narrowly beating Brad Pitt in Thelma and Uh, (laughs) Louise. After marveling
1: at how ripped her boyfriend is, he's like time to eat spaghetti and and he's just like i can't spaghetti i can't do that no no carbs no fats only protein here is a list of the approved foods i can eat and you know it's just like fucking raw eggs and shit like that my
0: body has no place for spaghetti even when cooked with love yeah only steamed chicken for me yum You know, she's a little confused
1: about this. And she's just like, well, one, what about the spaghetti I made? And two, (laughs) what about later tonight? We were all going to go out for drinks with friends. Can you like drink? And he goes, oh, I'm not going. I have to run a 10K tomorrow at 4 a.m. I'm
0: going to bed. Not only can I not drink, I can't be awake past 7 p.m. anymore. Karaoke is double banned. Yeah, yeah. And so he's getting
1: ready. He's towelling off. He is going to bed right away, even though it's only seven at night. And then she notices there's like no money in her wallet. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. There was a sale on p- chocolate flavored protein powder at the gym, so I took some money
0: out of your wallet. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay you back later." So, so this is yes, the the beginning of his downfall, oh. clearly mistreating his relationships and he is increasingly dedicated addicted to
1: the perfect body there's a part where he says you should go home now and she says but this is my apartment (laughs) and there's a pause where he's just like oh i guess it is uh and then the doorbell gets rung repeatedly mm-hmm. there's a guy there to deliver something yes. and yoma runs out like um like roid rage pissed off
0: yeah yeah i was going to say you, you know what else quickly builds muscle mass and aggression mm. yeah okay all right yoma like
1: goes a shit immediately gets up in the delivery man's face saying like why the fuck do you have to ring the bell that many times i am go- if you wake me up it- with that bell i am going to smash your fucking face in <laughs> <laughs> you are dead and then he storms off and immediately starts to take a shower and his girlfriend is just mortified really awkward and, and and disturbed by this and she can only apologize to the delivery guy and they both just sit there in silence for a moment <laughs> after this dude just flipped his fucking shit so uh you want to do karaoke later how many deliveries you got <laughs> uh is it on the way <laughs> And so this is when Rohan comes back in the narration saying like for me, this all began with like some idle gym talk.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Rohan goes an hour and a half by train one way to go to the gym, I guess this must be a damn good gym. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: gotta be the best facilities, the best equipment. <laughs> but yeah, both at the same gym and that's how Rohan started to 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 talk to this guy. And uh, kind of accidentally get into competitions with this guy.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he's side by side on like the the butterfly weight machine with him uh, that has a digital counter. And they are non-verbally agreeing to a race. Like, you know, (laughs) revving your engine at a stoplight, but it's weightlifting.
1: Yep. Like, yeah, this one has original music written for it, specifically for, like, <sighs> all of the- This weightlifting music is killer. <laughs> yeah, like, the the very beginning of the song is just a guy going, saying, go, and then it just, like, kicks off, uh, just this kind of thumping beat to it, oh, it's so good, and, yeah, both Rohan and Yoma here are just lifting weights- and, and this gym
0: coach, this personal trainer, looks like he's going to cry. They're pumping so much iron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is in awe <laughs> at both of them. And they're, like, evenly matched.
1: They both stop at the same time. They both reach 50 reps at, at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Rohan was just, like, having a little bit of fun. He was just like, hey, that was fun. Thanks. And then he leaves, and you can tell Yoma is pissed off about this
0: yeah yeah, yeah and like she yeah.
1: should also mention Yoma has no pupils like his <laughs> eyes are just glazed over like gray they always mm-hmm. have been like he looks completely soulless like serial killer eyes
0: his eyes are a non-speaking character in one of
1: these OVAs yes. <laughs> yeah yeah Yoma wants help now from the the instructor that was like cheering them on yes and this instructor is just like oh sorry dude I can't help you out right now this guy paid for like a personal session I gotta go go train him now and so this he's staring also,
0: daggers at this yeah. other gym uh, uh gym customer how how dare you
1: yeah we get a bit of a, a montage here he has decided you know what I'm gonna get that personal trainer yeah I've got the money for that and so now he is getting trained by that dude. He's mm-hmm. eating eggs whole for dinner. I'm going to
0: pretend they aren't peeled or even boiled. He's just swallowing <laughs> raw eggs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He he's eaten these eggs and his girlfriend does not
0: like this. <laughs> he is jogging early in the morning. With ominous vapor following him as as he runs down the streets. Yeah. He
1: is training more in his girlfriend's apartment he is jumping rope so intensely and for so long that he is scuffing the hardwood floor and he's doing
0: that thing where like the the rope is going around three or four times in every hop he is very fast at jump rope his girlfriend's starting to get pissed off about how much he's working
1: out in her apartment and just all the shit he's leaving all over the floor. And she tries to like get him to stop, but his the jump rope is so fast that it like almost slices her finger open when she tries to reach for him. And he's just yeah, like, Yeah. Fucking watch out, girl. Be careful.
0: <laughs> also, he's mounted rock climbing handholds yes. all over the walls and the ceiling. He's climbing around the apartment like Spider-Man. And she's like, What what? why is does my debit card have no money on it huh and like look at the walls i think you can tell why and he's like oh yeah well we don't need to pay the heating bill anyway because i'm taking out the the air conditioner in the wall to put more <laughs> rock climbing handholds yes he has mounted a rock climbing handhold on top of the the
1: like air conditioner and there's also one mounted directly over like 90 percent of the thermostat so she can't even change the temperature All while this poor
0: girlfriend, who is being robbed all of the time, only owns one sweater. It's the only clothing we see her in is one (laughs) big oversized sweater. Yeah.
1: She has lost 270,000 yen. And he's just like, oh, yeah, that's gym memberships and a bunch of other shit. I'll pay you back. He has never paid her back
0: instead he climbs uh, out the, the window yeah. and down the wall as <laughs> she cries you're insane as and yeah they are more just like, Bouldering handholds bolted into the external walls of the apartment <laughs> complex. Like yes, yes, he is insane. Also, yeah. that looks like it might cost two hundred seventy thousand yen. I, I'm not an expert, but I think yeah. I found the money. The shots
1: here of him becoming more and more obsessed with exercising is like distorting reality around him because mm-hmm. everything is beginning to look more and more like an oil slick, like that that rainbowy, you know, texture. Uh, And yeah, when he climbs out, everything is like this distorted, sickly, purpley, blue color. And he is... The way he is climbing makes him look like a monster. He is a monster! (laughs) He won't eat spaghetti with the nice lady! He won't eat spaghetti. And so so he just climbs down the fucking apartment complex.
0: So, So later, at the gym, Rohan is the only person I can imagine... Uh, running on a treadmill <laughs> with a sassy hand up on his hip <laughs> at twenty five kilometers an hour. <laughs> yeah, Ro- Rohan is setting
1: up. Uh, he he is setting up this competition he has set up between him
0: and Yoma here, uh, mm-hmm. and they've done it once before in the past, actually. In fact, that that cold open, context free scene was the the first time they raced this way. See, yeah. the the gym's treadmills will steadily increase speed up to 25 kilometers an hour and the faster you go the faster they'll speed up so Mm -hmm. it's sort of a acceleration race the way you win is by hitting that speed limit and then grabbing the remote that is set on a little table between the two treadmills and hitting the emergency stop button yeah then you win the loser however is likely to also be reaching at the same time so they will not grab something, which will throw them off balance, and then they'll get flung backwards off the treadmill at 25 kilometers an hour. <laughs> yeah. That is in no way guaranteed. People are going to act like it's a guarantee later, but it's, yeah. it's not. Yeah. And by the way, for
1: once, Rohan, knowing his limitations somewhat, he admits that he cannot run as fast as Usain Bolt. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but if he used Heaven's Door to write in his brain, <laughs> I am faster than Usain Bolt. Who's to say? who's, yeah, to, who's say? to say? Well, Also,
1: while Rohan is explaining like the mechanics of these treadmills and stuff, you see a shot of both him and Yoma running on these treadmills, and it's set up like a fighting game. <laughs> yes, yes. It's all it's... pixelated. They have health bars. There's like a... A super bar in the bottom that's showing their acceleration and the the two little squares next to each of their character portraits for wins. Rohan does, in fact, have one filled in
0: already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, But that wasn't exactly a clean win. We saw something that could be construed as cheating. mm Mm-hmm. So yes, now it is time for the rematch. We got to have a real winner that wins clean because that is that is the nature of the rematch. Mm-hmm. So Yo- Yoma here is going to get in his uh, uh, fight and close, which is to say he, he rips off his shirt so that his muscles can glisten <laughs> as he runs. And he's gotten bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gotten even bigger. What if... What if you compressed all of a Pillar Man's muscles into a human frame? Yeah, <laughs> this dude is
1: about to explode. There's nowhere <laughs> for the muscles to go except rip
0: out of his own skin. <laughs> and so Rohan is admiring his incredible muscle definition. And the secret to that is dehydration. <laughs> yeah, that muscle tone, it's, you're low on water. That's
1: that's where that comes from.
0: If you want to see all of that, that that is the the secret thing. Like, okay, yeah, you got to build some to see. You got to cut body fat so that it's not, like, occluding it. But the thing that really gets in the way visually is, is actual water being held in the body. Like, yep. anytime you see someone in a movie that's like, oh, damn, they're shredded, that dude has not had a drink in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there
1: are a lot of actually buff is shit strong dudes who you know look a lot more like say strong men they got guts they got a lot of stuff in their
0: core cuz you need power there like my my favorite story about this is i mean also if you're looking at hollywood shredded dudes they're juicing mm. that's yeah. yeah they don't talk about that as much as the story from like in the wolverine there's a scene where uh Hugh Jackman is chopping wood and he's like as defined as muscles have ever <laughs> been on film. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's as much as we could film before I passed out because I Jesus. hadn't had a drink in three days. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so as Rohan
1: and, and and Yoma here are racing, Rohan's just trying to strike up normal conversation, like, hey, how's the you know the modeling business and stuff been treating you? And Yoma is just like, fucking shut up. We are in competition. <laughs> This shit doesn't matter. Stop talking. And also during this race, you get a brief cutaway to the the personal instructor we've seen a bunch of times now talking to one of his coworkers, going like, "I don't know where my other client went. He hasn't been. He hasn't. He hasn't come for like two weeks, and I can't. I can't reach him when I call him."
0: Hmm. And so they, they keep running faster and faster, uh, uh, almost keeping pace, but Rohan knows that he is going to die somehow. There isn't even deadly stakes, but he's pretty sure he's going to die. Yeah. and as, Especially when the boy sprouts wings. Yes. He he is marveling
1: at Yoma's muscles, and there's some really great animation here where his muscles begin to flex in slow-mo as he's running. And yeah, his muscles tense up and flex and grow into muscles in the shape of wings on his shoulder blades and also on his ankles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and rohan's just like what the fuck
0: <laughs> so so this is when yoma starts really uh uh showing off once they hit around 20 kilometers an hour now 20 kilometers an hour is pretty fast it is not as fast as Olympic record pace for either the 5 or 10K races, mm-hmm. but generally those athletes are running forward, not Yoma.
1: Yeah, he twists around on his ankle <laughs> and is running 20 kilometers an hour backwards.
0: <laughs> Why is he doing this? Just to flex? I thought he was a serious man indeed he is this is the most serious things can possibly be because he's hoisting a huge dumbbell over his head and then throws it out the window behind them shattering it away entirely as as the dumbbell falls some number of floors down to the street below (laughs) and he twists forward now now there are deadly stakes because if the loser does stumble and fall they are being thrown to certain death
1: (laughs) I love the escalation of this one it's so wild.
0: It wasn't even part of it. He just decided it should be.
1: Yeah. And and Yoma keeps going on about how the only way you can have a good competition is having fairness. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. Rohan, I know you cheated last time. You bumped the table so the remote would fall into your hand, even though you were the slower one. And like, now that the, there is the threat of death- this match is fair. <laughs> and Rohan is immediately extremely worried, and he goes, Fuck this. I'm going to bail right now. I am leaving. Yeah. I don't want to do this. This isn't fun
0: anymore. I hate Even this. Even beyond Rohan's pride, he's like, Yeah, it is time. To, I'm going to grab that remote right now. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to survive and yeah. lose. That's fine. But Yoma's like, The fuck you are. And he grabs his, his hand before he can reach it and smashes all those fingers and bones. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's in the cast in the opening narration. Yep. So this is the point where Rohan gets
1: the "this guy's a stand user" sense or something, <laughs> uses Heaven's Door on him. Yoma's arms open up, and there's a really good animation here where he's continuing to run, and like the skin flap, like pages, are bouncing up and down in his arm really fluidly.
0: Yes, yes. his wrist opens up like those cheat sheets in a, a like quarterback's wrist guards with all the plays. Yeah. But instead, it's a record of his many murders. Yep, he's he's murdered
1: his girlfriend, uh, he's murdered the uh, delivery guy, and he's also murdered that guy that was hogging the personal trainer he wanted.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is when Rohan goes, fuck, and everything... <laughs> The, the anime kicks into overdrive here, like the animation, the direction. This is the best this show has
0: ever looked because yeah. Rohan has decided the only way out is through. He has to somehow outrun the unbeatable muscle freak. <laughs> <laughs> All, all the frames, all the detail, all the the camera movement, just encircling their 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 rushing legs, their pumping arms, the the equipment of the treadmill itself, just uh, uh, in a dizzying uh, depiction of speed and intensity and struggle. It's so
1: good. It's so good. There's like this really incredible like thumping bass soundtrack playing to this the amount of speed lines and stuff happen like there's a point where you see both of their faces up close as they are running faster and faster and there's their faces are getting pushed back like with by like g-forces it's like they're both about to break the sound barrier or something yes
0: yes it's like you, you could compare it to to red line or the, yeah. the race short in the animatrix it's like that yes. dedication to just warping space to to communicate speed
1: yeah and i should also mention this entire time that the race has started had became intense like the the glass windows behind them have this like kaleidoscopic pattern on them now (laughs) uh obviously except for when the where the windows has been smashed away but it's so good
0: of course mr muscle murders wins the race and and reaches out to grab the the remote saving himself from tripping and falling and allegedly dooming rohan to die screaming out this window but of course Rohan is indestructible. He has Heaven's Door. He's used it. He's just gonna use it a little extra to save himself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he has written the instructions
1: on Yoma's arm. I will point at Rohan's uh, treadmill and push the stop button. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Saving Rohan and throwing this dude
0: out of, like, the 12th story window. I guess in his moment of confusion, like, wait, why the fuck did I stop his instead of mine, is, is when he loses his focus and gets flung backwards. Yeah. And so now, yet again, as all these stories do, we end with Rohan just, like, telling us what he learned and and uh, setting the tone and and revealing the secrets mm-hmm. because this man was possessed by the god of muscle <laughs> yes hermes himself i mean hermes was god of athletes that, yeah. that's one of the th- but god there isn't really a god of muscle <laughs> yeah rohan
1: says that hermes was just one of many permutations of the god of a muscle
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you want someone who's depicted as being jacked as shit, you obviously want to go with Heracles or any number of your other heroic demigods. And interesting for a god of athletes, uh, Hermes was defeated in a foot race Mm. by Apollo at the first Olympic Games. Mm -hmm. He also outwrestled Ares. So maybe Apollo's the guy to go for. I don't know. I don't know. But then you don't get the cool wing motif because, yes, he had leg wing muscles and shoulder wing muscles and Behind-the-ear wing muscles. Yes, he, he, he got wings behind his ears. skull exercises.
1: <laughs> He's just that <laughs> buff. And Rohan is too scared to look out the window down below. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He believes that Yoma probably isn't dead. He is probably clung to the side of the building and is climbing around like a madman or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he also believes that like, if he looks outside uh, the window and sees Yoma... And he's looking down at him. That will make Yoma want to murder him.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. You you cannot
1: look down on him
0: or you are doomed to die.
1: Yeah, and so Rohan just thinks, I have to get out of here and never see this man again so I don't get murdered to shit. <laughs> and this is why I don't go to the gym. I can't handle this kind of pressure. <laughs> yeah, just get a pull-up bar at home. <laughs> Done. And so Rohan spooked
0: and 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 perturbed by these events he just leaves the gym mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. is the end and again there, there's no cafe scene even a surprise one at the end as there have been several times yeah. he doesn't want his friends to know he murdered a man in Harajuku
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like this one a lot I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think a big part of it is just because the animation with the race at the end man it's a fun one
0: man being Rohan's editor sucks yeah, yes. <laughs> if you are assigned to, to edit Pink Dark Boy, like, you might have a heart attack. You might have to keep mysterious deaths out of the press. He will take an eight-day vacation out of nowhere, and he cannot stop punching children. <laughs> but it sells even more than one piece somehow. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to work for Shonen Jump
1: if Rohan's writing. No, he's a handful. All, the, all of his editors and, and people that work directly with Rohan must get paid a shitload for the bullshit they have to go, go up
0: with, I, I hope. I doubt it. Mm. <laughs> they deserve it, yes, but I don't know. <laughs> Why do you think he goes through them so many? We, ne- That's we never true. see either of them more than once.
1: That's true, yeah. <laughs> no one lasts more than a year with him, <laughs> at most. Oh, but yeah, that is the the end of the animated adaptations of the Spoke
0: Kishibe Rohan, at least for now. Who who knows yeah. what would happen in a, in a post Part Six world? Like these two came out in the between Part Five and Part Six times. Maybe there's a a future for another pair, but if, cer- certainly nothing uh, uh, announced for sure.
1: Yeah, if maybe Netflix will just randomly decide, like, hey, we we need more of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, I could see more of them getting adapted for sure.
0: Something we barely missed in our last uh, uh, recording was the announcement that uh, Viz Media has licensed and will be publishing an English edition of The Spake Rohan Mm Kashibe." That's really all the announcement said. Uh, I I don't know if that means a new volume with all of the stories collected or English translations of the two existing ones in Japan. I don't know. Yeah. I,
1: like, I have,
0: like, the, the hardcovers Viz
1: has put out of parts one and two, and the first couple of three, I would love to have them all. It's just, it would be a lot. <laughs> it would be a whole <laughs> lot of books, and I don't have the space. <laughs> but those stories, there's only a handful of them, so, like, I kind of want to get those. Yeah. I want to uh, get yeah. those.
0: Well, looking back at all of these, and... It's sort of similar to how Part Four was very, very skeptical of traditional family life and like small town settings and and yeah. all of the the twisted thorns that can grow from that soil, you know. <laughs> yeah, but but thus spake is much more about uh, uh, how the wealthy are not to be trusted <laughs> under any circumstances. Thinking, thinking back on it, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of bad wealthy people. Like, oh yeah, self-made millionaires, they're the good ones. No, they're not. They're they're detail freaks willing to kill their loved ones if their patrons are displeased. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. And oh, you, you think like inherited wealth is better? How about all these heirs that are hiding their murders <laughs> and and treating the evidence of, of like their crimes as a daily chore, which they can eventually grow to enjoy doing, like watering yeah. the plants. <laughs> yeah. And And then we've got like wealth coming from this evil spirit with no – wealth being the result of an evil spirit setting people up for a fall. Yeah. But – but that plan being exploited by the desperation of, of like a needy person who is repulsed by poverty itself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like our unnamed young man has much more in common with this vagrant than the guy who's paying his wage to buy those sandwiches. And he <laughs> yeah. he never realizes that. And if he did, maybe this whole thing wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I had
1: did not Thought about that before. I wonder if I wonder how common that thread is throughout the other stories that exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there, there definitely is a very noticeable common thread
0: with these four for sure. I mean, Muscle Man doesn't really enter into it. He he was striving to become I famous, guess so. but like yeah. three out of four though. Really four. want you to not trust people with money, no matter <laughs> yeah. how they got it, or when, or why. Yeah. And when Rohan's rich, he spends all the money right away anyways. (laughs) He's not rich for very long. Mostly on train fare to get to his favorite gym. Like, good thing he draws fast. Yeah. Three hours a day, or three hours a workout day at least, just on the train. Yeah. Rohan lives fast. (laughs) Approximately 25 kilometers an hour, yes. I imagine that that
1: commute, he's just drawing the entire week's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. chapter there. Like... If he can draw perfect art with coffee drops from a straw, he does not need an actual table to work on. He
0: can compensate for for the jostling of the train. Yes, exactly. It's the bullet... It's very smooth, you know? It's... Yeah, the bullet train. Like, yeah. I am jealous of every nation that has good trains. (laughs) We would visit each other a lot more often if the train between us ran more than once a day. More than once a day. At, like, like, weird, inconvenient times.
1: And it's like... It's the same amount of time as if I just drove there. Right? <laughs> like, come on. And that's with traffic. <laughs> I mean, there's traffic in the fucking trains here, too, because they... Right. The lines are owned by the freight carriers, so they, they always yeah. get, so they always get priority. The trip from Champaign to Michigan fucking sucks. It's like 12 hours. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I've done that trip multiple times, and it sucks. And and you've you've and got to have always... like a layover
0: in, in Chicago then for a while, right? Yes. Uh. Yep.
1: Usually, it's usually always, like, two or three hours, because it never lines up right.
0: Mm-hmm. Ugh. Rohan doesn't have that problem when he's going no. to Harajuku. Yeah. That's over five hours by car. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it's 350 kilometers.
1: Jesus. But yeah, I... The Spoke Shebe Rohan is a, a fun little spin spin-off, mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. we still got one more. We we got Rohan at the Louvre. Yes, uh, to read it's the first time
0: Not, we are reading something rather than watching something, or reading in addition to watching, as happens sometimes.
1: Yeah, I've I've got a a hardcover copy of of this. I'm excited to reread it again. I've only read it once. Uh, it's in color, a treat. But yeah, th- this will be a fun one too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just love that the Louvre just commissioned a manga. And he- <laughs> this is the story he wrote for them god (laughs) damn
0: well i mean they had to do something to counteract the uh the da vinci code publicity
1: (laughs) yeah oh man
0: so so come back to us next week and we will have our first manga only episode very very interesting very exciting one more thing about the way the spake works and all of its Mm -hmm. the, the affectation of the the title numbers uh, being yeah. all out of order. I think it's interesting that the first one written is episode sixteen and all of the other ones to date are single epis are, are single digit numbers.
1: Oh yeah. In
0: fact if he keeps making them he's nearly run out of single digit numbers. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, for for whatever purpose he had in mind with the the uh episode numbering system, he gave himself a whole lot of runway and then wasn't that interested in using as much of it as he built. <laughs> yeah very very curious yeah huh but yeah next week a
1: manga only episode this will be interesting this will be fun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah until next time like hey recommend our stuff yeah yeah, this podcast to people
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: like I know like what we said last time like Rohan the, the spin-off isn't where anyone's going to start.
0: <laughs> but
1: still, there's a lot of backlog. But
0: they'll start somewhere and eventually get to this point and be glad they did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but
1: yeah, until next time, to be continued. To be continued.